0: Hello everyone, my name is Sarah, and it's a pleasure to welcome you to my chair today. We'll be digging through the Bible together to discover some of the names and titles for Jesus as we celebrate the Advent season. So let's get started. Let's continue our discovery of the names and titles of Jesus. Yesterday, we looked at the title Son of Man, used more than 80 times in the New Testament. Today, let's talk about Messiah. The word itself is used far less in Scripture, but it is deeply significant. Messiah means anointed. In the Old Testament, all kings and prophets and priests were anointed in the name of God to perform the duties and functions of the office. Kings to rule, priests to lead worship, prophets to speak the words of God. Now remember Genesis 3.15 from yesterday, right? The first hint of the gospel. It pointed to a future day when the son of a woman would crush the enemy. And everything... Everything in God's story that followed would be a shadow of the sun, would be pointing to the sun who would come. So as the kings ruled and the priests sacrificed and the prophets spoke, they all did so in hope and anticipation of the day that God would finally bring the fullness of his justice and the fullness of his grace and his mercy to the problem of sin and ultimate victory over the enemy. And so who were they all waiting for? Well, they were waiting for the Messiah, and the idea that the Messiah will be a descendant of King David is first established by God in 2 Samuel seven sixteen. God promises David, your house and your kingdom will endure forever before me. Your throne will be established forever. This is a promise that God will forever be faithful and merciful to his people. It's a promise of relationship with his people. It's a promise of an eternal throne. It's a promise of peace and security for God's people. And what's so very cool is that Jesus would come as the better king. He would come as the better priest and the better prophet. Jesus fulfills each of these roles through his life, death, and resurrection. He's the perfect ruler. He's the head of the church. He's the perfect sacrifice who laid down his life for our sin. And he is the perfect prophet. His word, well, it brings light and salvation to the whole world. And through him, one day, all things will be made new perfect peace will be established when he returns a second time and all the promises of God are finally and fully fulfilled the people then were waiting for a messiah and when he came he was far greater than they had hoped for just one more thought the hebrew messiah that word in greek became christos and so the name of jesus christ means the anointed one who saves isn't that cool Let's close with one of the royal psalms that points to Jesus, the anointed one, the Messiah. It says, I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I said, steadfast love will be built up forever. In the heavens, you will establish your faithfulness. You have said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my offspring. I will establish your offspring forever and I will build your throne for all generations. I hope that gives you confidence. It gives me confidence once again in the whole story that God's written and in His Son, Jesus, the Messiah, the Anointed One who saves. And as we have closed for the last couple of days, come Lord Jesus, amen. Thank you for joining me in my chair today. If this encouraged you, please like, subscribe, and share. And if you'd like to share something you're learning about Jesus with me, shoot me an email at sarah that's with an H at whoisgrace.com. And for more resources from Grace Church, visit whoisgrace.com forward slash read.